The word of God is light. It is light. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's word is life-changing. It is life-enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Komezu Shamin. So, today, we will continue our teaching, our series teaching on the end times. And uh, last week, we looked at a subject that is entitled, The Coming of the Lord. And from scripture, we reviewed quite a number of things that are going to be happening before the Lord comes. Uh, one of the things that we got to reveal is that there are going to be signs. And apart from the signs that are going to take place, there are going to be certain occurrences. Occurrences which include the falling away and many other things. You can, give, you can make reference to the teaching. It's available on our podcast channels in case you have not listened to it and in case you've listened to it feel free to go back so that you can enhance your knowledge and understanding concerning it all right now one of the scriptures we ended with is from second Thessalonians chapter number 6 and this scripture was actually revealing some something about the lawless one okay the lawless one who uh, we get to believe is the Antichrist. So, Second Thessalonians chapter number two and the six, if you can beam it, for the Bible tells us reveals something to us concerning the lawless one or the Antichrist. Okay, are we okay? Okay. Okay, you can turn your Bibles, uh, and I'll, I'm going to read it. The Bible actually says, "Now and now you know what is restraining, that He may be revealed in His own time." This is in Second Thessalonians chapter number two, and verse six. The Bible actually tells us that. There is something that is restraining this lawless one from coming. And then when you go further, the Bible says, For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming so yet again the bible is showing us that before uh, okay we have it there Yeah, it says and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the lord will consume with the breath of his uh, coming or the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming so the bible is telling us that this lawless one who is actually the antichrist is not yet revealed because there is a restrainer. 
Okay, there is a restrainer. There is there there is a force that is hindering him to actually manifest. It's a very very simple equation. Uh, the ones that are hindering him are seated on black chairs right now. <laughs> Obviously, through the work of the Spirit. Amen and amen. So, the Bible first says he is being restrained. But then, it tells us that until the restrainer, that is verse 7, go to verse 7. Says, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. So the restrainer will be taken out of the way. Then the lawless one will be made manifest. Hallelujah. Now, why will the restrainer be taken out of the way? And how will the restrainer really be taken out of the way? Because it seems like this lawless one wants to manifest. He wants to work. He wants to do something. But it seems like the restrainer is limiting him. And then the Bible actually tells us that he's going to be taken out of the way. Then when we read from verse 9, the Bible actually shows us the capacity that the lawless one who is the Antichrist, will come in. Look at it. It says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Not, not amazing wonders. Lying wonders. Glory to God. This one is, this, this one is, is, is coming according to the working of Satan with all power. What does that mean? It means uh, Satan has his own ministry and called his own people. <laughs> And this lawless one or the Antichrist, uh, the son of perdition, whatsoever name you want to use, will, will come with all power, signs, and lying wonders. But now, the next verse gives us a better uh, <clears throat> understanding. It says, And with unrighteous deception amongst those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Now, look at this. It's saying the lawless one is going to be manifested after the restrainer is taken away. Then the Bible tells us where his lying wonders, his power and signs are going to be manifesting. Where? It's amongst those who perish. Not necessarily amongst everyone. Not necessarily amongst the restrainer. Why, am, why not amongst the restrainer? He's been taken away. Where has he gone? That's what we're going to look at. Or rather, where is he going? <laughs> because when the lawless one has been revealed and he's made manifest, he's going to work out things, uh, his unrighteous deception, signs among those who perish. Now look at those who are perishing, who the Bible says are perishing. It's, because it's these who did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. So clearly, there will be a distinction between the unsaved and the saved in that day. Hallelujah. So, have you seen that it's quite interesting? It's quite interesting that if you belong to the category of the saved, there is is more to you. You actually have restraining power. It's just not like an an unbeliever. 
Glory to God. So, the, the, the restrainer is going to be taken away and we want to look at uh, how the restrainer is going to be taken away and that's why today we're going to be looking at the, the, the subject of the rapture. Hallelujah. The subject on the rapture. Some of you may be familiar with the term rapture. Some of you may have heard teachings on, on this. Some of you perhaps may not believe in the rapture. Some of you may think it's a myth. Some of you may think otherwise concerning the rapture. But uh, we want to use uh, biblical or authoritative scripture to try and help us understand what it really is about. Amen and amen. Alright, now, uh, of course, even as I'm going to be explaining on the rapture, um, uh, I will try to also handle a few arguments uh, which people actually bring out whenever they talk about the rapture. Now, what is the rapture? The rapture simply is a theological term uh, that uh, gives a description of the taking away of the sins, the catching away of the sins. We find this in First Thessalonians chapter number four and verse sixteen and seventeen. Paul expressively reveals clearly uh, what the rapture is really going to be about. Uh, four verse sixteen and seventeen, please. Right, wonderful. Look at what the Bible says. It says, "For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Next verse. For then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall be with the Lord always. Amen and amen. So that word where it says uh, those who are alive will remain and shall be caught up comes from that Greek word hapazo means to take away. And that's where we actually uh, get, or rather, we get to use the word rapture. It simply means to, to take away, to catch away. Hallelujah. And so what's so interesting is that uh, many people, when they are listening to this uh, teaching, uh, when refuting the rapture, they will say, the rapture is not in the Bible. Or the word rapture is not in the Bible. And it's very true. You will search from Genesis to Revelation, you will not find the word rapture. Hallelujah. But guess what? Do you know that you can search from Genesis to Revelation and you will not find the word Trinity? Yet you believe in it. Hallelujah. There, it, it, it was, rapture is simply a terminology given right to the taking away of the sense so if someone is not comfortable with using the word rapture they can say the taking away of the sense or the gathering of the saints in the air but what do we know there's going to be a gathering we meet meeting in the air that's what we know glory to god so they'll say there's 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 no there's nothing check your bible there's nothing sometimes i i don't know we <laughs> There's nothing. Check from Genesis to Revelation. There's no word rapture. I know, but uh, I've also, if you also get to discover, there's no word Gomezio in the Bible, yet God has put him somewhere in it. 
Amen and amen. So, that's one of the arguments. People say there's no word rapture, so put away with it. But then we have seen that there is an activity that's going to take place with the saints of God when they will meet up with Jesus in the air. They will be caught up with him. And so that word caught up actually means to be raptured or to be taken away. In Hebrews, it's called the assembly of the saints. Okay, another argument that many people uh, fight against the rapture teaching is that it cannot be traced from old. We can't find it in the old covenant. How come? Um, Well, remember we may not necessarily find the word or we may not necessarily find the activity. uh, And I'm going to give a few reasons why. Okay, uh, and uh, one of them is First Corinthians chapter number fifteen, verse fifty-one. First Corinthians chapter fifteen and verse fifty-one. This this passage of scripture also talks about the rapture. So just please write this down so that you can be able to study. Okay, now look look at this. The Bible says this is now Paul writing. He says, "Behold, I tell you a mystery." Isn't that so? He says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now, he is talking about such activities as a mystery. What is a mystery? A mystery is something that was concealed, yet it's been now revealed. I'll give you an an example of a mystery. Go to Colossians 1 verse uh, 26. Colossians 1 verse 26. It's also another mystery. You will not find it. You will not see it. The Bible says, The mystery which was has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to the saints. Have you seen that? It's saying there's a mystery which was hidden from generations, but has now been revealed to who? Not all people, the saints. So even mysteries are revealed to certain groups. That's why the Bible, Jesus tells uh, his disciples, Behold, I've given you the keys. To understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Keys. You need keys. <laughs> Glory to God. So the same way. Now what was the mystery that was hidden. Uh, uh, in all ages. Which has been revealed to the saints. Next verse. This mystery. To them God willed to make known. The riches of the glory of this mystery. Among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. That's a mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory, was a mystery. It was concealed. Amen and amen. In the same way, Paul is talking about this uh, meeting up with Jesus as a mystery. So, we may not necessarily see maybe the prophets or the people of old really explain to the fullest what this is all about also one of the reasons remember it's the catching up of who the saints right which is the church right in the old testament were they gentiles part of the gentiles outcasts but right now gentiles are part of the can be part of the church so it's a, it's a now revelation when was the church formed acts chapter 2 Hallelujah. 
So there, there could be many other reasons, but hey, God has a way to show us different shadows. A shadow is not necessarily the exact thing, but a representation. If you study the scriptures, there are certain things that will, uh, will show you, okay, uh, certain things that are going to happen in future. Remember the Bible says, uh, there is what is known as the sign of Jonah, okay, the sign of Jonah, which is, which is concerning the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. What did it mean when it says the sign of Jonah? Remember Jonah was in the belly of the world for how many days? And Jesus was under for how many days? You see that? So through Jonah, there was a revelation that could be picked up that Jesus was going to die for three days and he's going to rise again. Amen and amen. In the same way, we can see certain things. We can see from the scriptures that a rapture is possible. How do we know that? The Bible says there was a man by the name of Enoch who walked with God and he was not. How? God took him away. The Bible tells us there's a man by the name of Elijah. His, 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 Elisha was looking at him when he was going with his chariots of fire and whew, Elijah gone, taken away. Hallelujah. I, even Jesus himself, how did he go? He was going up, chua, chua, chua. No one saw him. And then people in white clothing says, don't worry. The same way he was taken up, the same way he will come again. Amen and amen. So even though maybe you want to fight this, I mean, we've got scriptural references. Maybe if you want to make it a little bit more interesting or a, a, a little bit more uh, detailed, let's let's study. Uh, let's study something. Let's go back to First Thessalonians four, verse sixteen. Alright, now I want you to observe three things that I'm going to highlight. It says, For the Lord himself will discern from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Uh Next verse. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Now, there are three things I want us to highlight from these uh, two verses. Go back to verse 16. So there are three things. Number one, there's a trumpet. Number two, there's a discerning, there's a descending down. And number three, there's a going up. Let's see if we can remember. Number one, trumpet. Number two, descending down. Number three, going up. Okay, class again. Number one, eh? <laughs> trumpet. Number two, and number three. So there's a going up or a catching away. Alright, now. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven. So the Lord himself, as Jesus Christ, will do what? Will descend from heaven. So we've seen that the descending down is by the Lord, right? Alright. Then with a shout of the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God. There's a trumpet, right? And then in the next verse... 
it tells us and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet with the Lord meaning we're going to go up we're going to be caught up right now there's 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 a very interesting passage in Exodus chapter number 19 which actually shows us it gives us more of like a picture of a rapture okay because what was happening was kind of a little bit synonymous if we go to Exodus chapter number 19 verse 16 remember we're looking at a trumpet a descending down and a going up glory to god all right so at this time uh this is when god actually asked uh to meet with israel and uh moses had to encounter god on mount sinai now listen to what happened it says then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of what a trumpet was very loud god just wants to meet his people then there's a trumpet and the sound of a trumpet was very loud have we ticked trumpet so that all the people who were in the camp trembled next verse and moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with god and they stood at the front at the foot of the mountain aha uh-huh. go ahead now mount sinai was completely in smoke because the lord did what descended upon it in fire its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked quaked rather <laughs> greatly so the lord descended upon the mountain ah uh, have you ticked number 2 so we remained with how many all right next verse And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder Moses spoke and God answered him by voice aha uh-huh. Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai and on top of the mountain and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up <laughs> Oh glory to God So we have shadows we we have We have references that can show us it's possible. Glory to God. And so when we're talking about the rapture, we're talking about how we are going to be caught up with Jesus Christ. We're going to be caught up with him in in the clouds and in the air. And we're going to be with him you know, uh forever. Now what's very interesting is that if you study the same first uh, Thessalonians 4 and verse 16 going uh to the end the bible actually tells us that with this thing you should be encouraging others now why did he say you should be encouraging others it says first of all look at how the assembly is going to be it says first of all the dead in Christ meaning those who are died are going to rise up those beloved ones whom we thought we would never meet again the bible says they will rise up again and we will be caught up with them in a single moment caught up with jesus and you'll be like oh my goodness oh you know it, it will be beautiful we will catch up with our beloved ones that's why the bible says encourage the saints because for us it's 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 
it's something that is going to be so beautiful. We'll be caught up with Jesus. And from there, once we are caught up with Jesus, remember in John 14, Jesus said, I will come to you and take you to where my father is, right? So meaning, uh, Jesus will take us to where the father is. And when he takes us to where the father is, remember there are people that he did not take up. That simply means there will be activities in heaven. Yet again, there will be activities on earth. So if you are going to be caught up, and if we meet at HQ or in the clouds, if we meet that day, ah, thank God. If we don't meet, assuming that you've remained, (laughs) I mean, you have to believe these things, eh? You have to believe for yourself. If you remain, there will be activities that are going to be happening here. But don't worry, there is someone that definitely is going to be encountered. And that's the lawless one. The one with lying wonders. In fact, when we talk about even the activities that are going to be here on earth, we're not only talking about the Antichrist. There's also the false prophet. Hallelujah. So, now, I want to show you, obviously, we, we might need to just understand uh, why uh, maybe this rapture is going to take place. Uh, because some of you may think it's just for sure. Like, oh, yeah, we... Jesus just wants to show show off. I mean, if he wants, he can do so. But it it it, it has a uh, a great relevance. Remember, I said there will be activities in heaven, and then there will be activities on earth. Now, so the first occurrence after 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 we have we have the rapture, or that, rather after we get raptured, there's gonna be the meeting up of the saints. Okay, but then one of the reasons also that we are going to be raptured I believe is because so that we can escape what is known as the tribulation or what we may call the hour of testing Revelation 3 verse 10 Revelation 3 verse 10 it says because you have kept my command to persevere I will also keep you from the hour of trial which will come upon the what? The whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Meaning there's going to be an hour of there's going to be an hour of trial. There's going to be a time of tribulation. But then the Bible shows us it's not everyone from this scripture we can actually see that it's not everyone because God says I will keep you from the hour of trial I know the Bible says in the last days there will be perilous times there will be hard times but then when we are talking about this hour of trial remember there is no restraining force meaning hell breaks loose There is no Deacon Samuel. I'm dreaming something is chasing me. If it chases you, it will catch you at that time. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing like uh, this one was interceding. Ah, uh, like right now, just you being in the bus, power to bus, because Josephine is in the bus, an accident is preserved. Because there's a restrainer. Ah, panga kulibe yu restrainer. Mwesha che moto ko buf. How, how has this happened? Glory to God. Before we even get there, I'm also just trying to show you what you are able to do right now. I'm able to I'm, I'm trying to show you what you as a child of God are capable of doing. Stopping certain things. Forbidding certain occurrences in your life or in your family. Amen and amen. You can that, that's that's what restraining is. Sometimes we, we love to think about it maybe on our personal thing. Ah, Satan cannot attack me. But why is he attacking your mother? Why are you allowing him? When we're talking about restraining, we've got to learn to beat demons. We've got to learn to cancel accidents Amen and Amen and whether you like it or not you have that power why? because the spirit of God dwells in you Amen and Amen so once there's going to be a taking away, a catching away there's going to be an hour of trial there's going to be a time of trouble. If we're going to go in details into this, uh, maybe some of the, the basic things I can highlight. The Bible actually reveals to us that this period of tribulation is going to last for about seven years. Alright. Yeah. So it's going, to, it's going to last for about seven years. And there's going to be serious, serious havoc. And wow. Later on, if you also study the scriptures, you will notice that after that seven year period, remember when we were reading in Thessalonians, it says that Jesus will come and destroy the lawless one. Hallelujah. So Jesus again will come, pa, will destroy the lawless one. And there's another study, perhaps we're going to look at it, no, we might not, but there's another study after Jesus comes. Uh, this is called the millennial reign where God Jesus establishes his kingdom here and reigns for a thousand years and there are certain things that are going to happen you will notice you should read the book of Revelation (laughs) you will notice that Satan will be chained for a thousand years chains, no no Satan alright and uh after all those happenings, um, there's going to be obviously the final destructions, right? What what many people think? Many people think that hell is is the final destruction, and they think it's that hot. If you study the book of Revelation, the Bible tells us that there is a second death known as the lake of fire. There's a second death known as the lake of fire. And in the lake of fire, that is where hell will be thrown into. 
So if you thought hell is hot, there is a lack of Hallelujah. We thank God that's not where we are going to be. Oh. And I know sometimes uh, preachers can be so funny and they'll be like, imagine how hot it is right now. <laughs> then you, you don't have any fun on that day. Then you go into the lake of fire. Are you sure you want to play with your life? Hallelujah. Alright, so we're talking about the rapture. And we've said, once we are caught up with God, the Bible actually shows us that there is going to be, uh, uh, we are actually escaping, or we are going to be preserved from the hour of trial. Of, of, of trial. But I, I came across something very interesting yet again in Second Corinthians was that second? First Corinthians chapter number 50 or oh 15 verse 51. The same scripture we're, we're looking at. It's also concerning the, the catching up. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now, st- just stop there. Paul is saying we shall not all sleep. You will notice when people, especially believers, are talking about death, usually they call it sleeping. Even Jesus one time. He says she's not dead, she's only sleeping. And so the Bible is saying we shall not all sleep. What does that mean? It means for some of you, you'll be alive when this happens. Very, very much alive. He says, but we, we shall not all sleep, but we shall be all changed. Now there's another thing that we need to talk about. It's about changing. Next verse. What's the change that we're going to have? It says, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised. Incorruptible and we shall be changed. Next verse. For this corruptible must be incorruptible. And the mortal must put on immortality. What does it mean? We're going to have new bodies. Mm. We're going to have new bodies. Think about it. Even though, if, 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 think about it. If you are not going to have a new body, imagine you died 70 years ago and you rise from the dead. How are you going to look? How are you going to look? In fact, when you read the scriptures, uh, Paul actually talks about you know, having a glorious body. A glorious body that we are actually going to have. Remember when we talk about a being, we are spirit, soul and body, right? And so, when you get born again, it's your spirit that gets saved, right? Your body never changes. If you had a bald head, you have a bald head. Isn't that so? If you had a pimple, you have a pimple in Christ. Isn't that so? <laughs> so? Your body never changes. Yeah. But then, that's why uh, 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 many people like to love, to love to describe salvation as threefold. They would love to say salvation is saved, getting saved, and will be saved. Now I explain it, why it's said like that. 
saved in the sense that your spirit automatically gets saved right your spirit but your body has not yet changed your soul has not yet changed when i say your soul has not yet changed today you can give your life to christ but you still know those songs which they will still be in your head do they disappear those songs which you used to dance to in the clubs they are still there so sometimes you have to start removing them one by one twasumbule shinalienu wow we worshiping you are having that kada song kingigingi i don't know whatever it is kingigingi and then you have to say lord chani but you are born again amen and amen that's why the bible says uh it encourages us in the book of james to read and study the word of god the engrafted word of god which is able to save our souls so your soul is getting saved as you are listening right now it's improving your mind your thinking changes the way you apply your emotion changes why it's getting saved Someone can be a born again believer and then tomorrow they will insult you. Ah. Yet they will listen to the word of God and say, brother and sister, be slow to anger. You know. They will listen to that word after after they they've been they've been they've, they've been they've actually insulted someone. They will listen to a word, be slow to anger. Be swift to hear and uh, be also slow to uh, to speak and the person will reflect wow and suddenly they will change what has happened their soul has been saved so it's pro- it's progressive the salvation of your soul is progressive that's why it's important to be under the ministry of the word because it keeps saving your soul remember that's why the bible says i desire that you may prosper and be in good health just as what your soul prospers it's progressive amen and amen but your body will only change at the coming of jesus this body so your spirit has changed your soul is changing but your body the only change you can do right now is going to the gym and bleaching but it will still be the same but it will be different it will be different at the coming of the lord the bible says we will have a glorious body immortality think about the body of jesus christ when when he died and rose from the dead it was not ordinary i'll tell you <laughs> i'll tell you what's very interesting before that The Bible would tell us Jesus Jesus was very normal he was man he and God but he was bleeding he was hungry he was he was limited but you could tell that the body of Jesus Christ had changed how do we know that the body of Jesus Christ had changed is because the first time he appeared to the disciples the door was locked they locked the door and he he, he disappeared and appeared in the room Peter mo koma do kaidi So his body was his his body he had had the capacity to make him go through places that even though they are locked it's okay. Then he comes to his disciples and says, "Look, catch me. I'm flesh and bone." I I 
I try to understand that I'm like Lord why do you say I'm flesh and bone just flesh and bone <laughs> what about blood someone says it was all shed for you <laughs> hallelujah so it's a glorious body amen and amen in the same way we will have that glorious body and when we have that glorious body so long bye bye to pain so long bye bye goodbye to my sorrow and my sorrows so long bye bye no getting sick nothing 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 no pain no getting sick no, no headaches no migraines nothing no not at kalaso nothing nothing it's a glorious body amen and amen can't you wait for that day oh my goodness huh? like for me once i get that body I'll shout. I'll just ask for one of the trumpets. Where are the Avengers? <laughs> eh? If you are not here, or oh, they are on earth, okay. No, the Lord's one will meet you soon. Hallelujah. So that will be glorious. And then, after Jesus takes us to heaven, we are there there are activities that are going to happen and one of the activities that are going to happen is what is known as the judgment seat of Christ the judgment seat of Christ from the greek is bema if you've ever heard me say the bema awards this is when the ones who are in heaven are going to be uh, awarded they are going to be uh, it's 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 a judgment based on rewards Amen and amen. So uh, you can look at that in in the book of Revelation. Okay, you can study from chapter 11 going forward. Yeah. So there's going to be the judgment seat of Christ where we are all going to uh, our works will go through fire. Oh, Sister Deborah, this is how you are ushering. Let us pass your works through fire. Bah, okay. Uh, this is equivalent to a 64 bedroom mansion. Please enter the joy of the Lord. It's, it's rewards. To be rewards. Amen and amen. So it's to work oh, while we are here. There's nothing like feeling touched that side. How come in it be something? I want to call a chair a black chair every Sunday. What what reward do you want? Wanzonkala chabi. Amen and amen. Yeah, I mean someone say no, I know as long as I have Jesus us, yes, it's okay us will have Jesus and rewards. I mean <laughs> So it's 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 to the it's to the saints. There's going to be a reward uh, system that is uh, going to be given and it will be glorious okay it's sometimes i i know many people used to think no it's judgment whether you will go to heaven no the bema awards are in heaven meaning you're already in heaven it's not determining whether you're going to heaven or not 
what would determine whether you're going is ngauri you were caught up yeah so their words will be glorious and uh, the bible actually shows us that there is also what is known as the marriage supper of the lamb meaning we are going to have a meal with jesus in heaven a glorious meal theologians say to take one year I say eh okay but <laughs> dig deep into that but it's going to be a meal between we the bride and the lamb or rather we the bride and uh, uh, Jesus who is our, our groom have you ever been on a date uh, i know the computer cannot relate but it's okay I mean if if you've never been there the marriage supper is, is the one for you and don't worry Jesus is the groom he is the one that prepares your seat eh? he is the one that you know makes you comfortable eh? anything that i can you want to eat hallelujah it'll be it'll, it'll, it'll be beautiful So whilst that is happening on in heaven on earth yeah 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 there will be kafafa those that are going to be there uh the bible actually shows us there will be great tribulation selling souls there will be mark of the beasts there will be there will be so much and Also when you study in the book of Revelation the Bible actually shows us that there will be two witnesses that will appear uh, <laughs> yeah there will be two witnesses that will appear on earth and these two witnesses they will be preaching okay they will be preaching and uh, uh, the Bible says they will, they will have serious power that they will even be removing fire from their mouths or they can be able to call down fire that is these two witnesses uh if you do your study i know many other people say the two witnesses could be moses and elijah or or elijah and enoch well it's a school of thought there are certain things when we are even trying to explain on on the teaching of the last days we can only interpret them by our personal revelation but even when we are interpreting them by our personal revelation we don't necessarily say this is the absolute truth Amen and amen. Why? Because we are dealing with mysteries. Mysteries, mysteries are unveiled. Hallelujah. Mysteries are unveiled. Okay, so you will hear so many people say certain things, but uh, do not really be pushed to so much pressure that uh, you start studying how many scales does a dragon have or whatsoever. For you your job is to really know at least to know the season to know your relevance to know what will happen to you and what god is going to come and do i think that's basic understanding uh one of the reasons i'm also just sharing a, a basic a very very basic teaching is because i mean what's the point if i just go into serious details i might just end up confusing you 
because we can explain the coming of the Lord through I can explain the coming of the Lord through trumpets. I can explain the coming of the Lord through feasts. The feast of Tabernacle, the feast of Pentecost. But you see, you're looking already confused. Hallelujah. Yeah. Nevertheless, our main agenda in this uh series teaching is to prepare you for the coming of Jesus. And remember there's a great agency in these last days. When you have a great agency within you that Jesus Christ is coming, you will do things differently. You will do things differently. Have you ever uh received a call from someone and says I'm actually 3 minutes away from your house then your sitting room looks dirty have you ever have you ever cleaned your sitting room expressly just sweep fast 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 you shout hey hey these people are coming now what has made you clean your sitting room or your living room quickly is because you know someone is coming That's why the Bible says the blessed hope purifies us. What is the blessed hope? The blessed hope is us knowing that Jesus is coming again very soon. When you know that ah Jesus alipatali maning you start working out things in your life quickly. Sitting rooms are going to be clean. Lives you will put your life in order. You say, "Hmm, Jesus is coming now now. Ah, it's not time for games. It's not time for playing around. It's time for me to prepare for the coming of the Lord." Not only that, you understand that you are a restrainer. Before Jesus comes, while we are seeing these things happen, I know sometimes we love we see things on social media and we see things like, "No, five died in an accident or what what." Uh, usually I I and just eh okay sorry sorry no it shouldn't end that way it should end in a place where we are so angry why are people dying you know that i i really get upset if i just hear there's an accident in zambia and i'm like why why is this happening on my watch a bus so then they will say at least 17 people you are you saying at least do you know how many families are affected when you say at least 17 people amen and amen whilst we are in this age remember whilst jesus is also coming there's also going to be a, this is what's going to happen so there's going also going, going to be a great awakening meaning it's time for you even as a church as a believer to manifest in serious signs and wonders okay all right let's let me let me give this example if jesus is coming tomorrow what would you do if jesus is coming tomorrow what would you do now this is what will influence you i will say how many souls have you won before you go to heaven i'm telling you If you know the number of souls you've won and I say Jesus is coming tomorrow after this service you will go for evangelism because you know Jesus is coming tomorrow no it's it's time that our spiritual CVs are upgraded 
How many souls have you won? How many demons have you casted out? What are you waiting for? When your advantage is the word and the spirit. What other advantage do you want? Hey men and women, how many how many people have you laid hands on? And they've gotten healed. How many people have you interceded for? How much have you given to support the work of God? Look at what's happening even in these last days. As in there is a lot of support from the kingdom of darkness. They unite, they will make concerts. Concert that people will spend pumping in thousands of dollars just for a concert so that they can put demons in people. Yet when believers gather and say partnership Sunday was Zimia Mboganza Liverpool versus Manchester United Oh partnership Sunday or oh, this this you're like ah these people they just like our money Like if we only come to a place where we are so honest with ourselves I know there are people out there who genuinely want to defraud others but notice the bible doesn't call them servants of god they're called false prophets so a false prophet or an antichrist is not a servant of god that's why i say don't attack papas or pastors or even fellow believers hey amen and amen If you come to a place and realize like no one is really after your money but it's actually God that wants it for a cause Remember Peter asked for an offering the book of Acts When he asked for an offering there were people that were bringing great things There's a man by the name of Barnabas who brought who sold his house and brought the money at the table And then there was Ananias and Sapphira. They did so but in a very cunning way. But have you noticed when Ananias and Sapphira brought money that was not the one they were supposed to bring? The Bible says they died. Now, I've got a question. Who killed them? Is it Peter? Did Peter say, "Oh Lord, kill these people?" So have you seen that it's not the pastor but God who wants your money? Anyway. I don't know what you've heard from this message. However, the major thing that we wanted to highlight is that Jesus is coming again and is coming for a glorious church but before he comes it's time like the five wise virgins to keep your oil keep your oil of intimacy remember there were 10 virgins only 5 entered 
keep your oil of intimacy. Before Jesus comes, remember there are people with talents. Make use of your talents. Be productive. And so that when he comes and when we go back, we have a good record in heaven. When he comes, we can even increase the number that is going to be caught up with him in the sky. I mean, if there is a way to have the lawless one be revealed and is alone, <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> Yet, it's a time for us to be radical. It's time to us, for us to think of the kingdom of God on a daily basis. When you wake up, you need to be kingdom uh, focused. What can I do for the kingdom? What can I do to enhance the kingdom? It's not just for Sunday and say, on Sunday, the way I'm going to usher. No, 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 no. Be kingdom focused. Some of you where you are right now, the Lord has given you burdens through your social media platforms to be encouraging different things. Maybe to talk about the love of God, to talk about peace. Yet you've neglected that. Some of you, perhaps you've been told, okay, run this institution like this. Open and off. Do this, do that. Remember the job of the people that are standing in front of you like the pastors is only to equip. But we can't fulfill your purpose. You are the only one who can. I can't fulfill your purpose. As we are seated here, each one carries a purpose for life. To do something. To release something. You are the sort of the earth, as Jesus said. Who are you preserving? You are the light of the world. Who are you leading? The Lord is coming again. But it is, it is in such teachings like this that we say no to plastic Christianity. We say no to it. In conclusion, the Bible says, the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah. I spoke about this last week. The coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, there was so much activity going on. The problem with the days of Noah is that the majority are doing something which is not right. The problem with the days of Noah is that certain things seem not to be popular. The problem with the days of Noah is that holiness is a myth. The problem with the days of Noah is that righteousness is not a virtue. The problem with the days of Noah that is that abstinence is not in each that's the problem with the days of Noah. So you will find that everyone is doing it. Almost everyone is doing it. But just because the majority are doing it, that doesn't mean 
you are making it in life. The Bible says Noah was mocked. They laughed at him. He says, ah, what are you doing? Yet, Noah and his household and the animals were all put in the ark. And there is what is known as judgment coming. Bible says it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. And everyone that was not in the ark suffered trouble. Everyone that was not in the ark suffered what? Trouble. Mind you, 40 is the number of judgment. And in the same way, as it is in the days of Noah, so is the coming of the Son of Man. The Son of Man will take us up in the air and put us in his ark. And trouble is going to come on those who are not in the ark. Remember, after that judgment, the Bible tells us that the ark was opened again. And Noah and his household came back to the surface. It's going to happen as well. We will be taken away. But those who are, going to be, who are going to remain will be exposed to serious trouble. But Jesus Christ will return in glory with us to the earth and establish his kingdom. But till then, what are you doing? Let's rise to our feet.